0: with big potential consequences. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, intui com, to start living yours. Let's get into it. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All the stars in the universe are constantly exploding nuclear bombs. Uh, That's a little frightening. (laughs) Well, go out there and warm your toes on the, you know, the thermonuclear fire of a huge bomb that's constantly exploding. That it's sounds like contain, cozy isn't
1: it? It's like a contain and continual explosion. Well,
0: yeah, you want to see a nuclear bomb go off? Go outside and look at the sun. I mean, yeah. not directly. Don't <laughs> yeah, burn yourself. Not, but. Uh, you just uh
1: made this. <laughs> on podcast advice of not counsel, I, I have to retract their previous there, advice. Yeah, we'll we'll ask them to <laughs> edit it out.
0: Hello, I'm Jorge. And I'm Daniel. And this is our show. Daniel and Jorge explain the universe. Explain the entire universe. All of it. Especially all the stars inside of it. Now, I notice, Jorge, every time you introduce your our show, you're about to say, Jorge, Jorge and Daniel explain <laughs> yes. the universe. And then you have to correct yourself. And you're like, no, actually, yeah, Daniel yeah, and Jorge. I'm still bitter about that, you know. <laughs> My real job, you know, is as a particle physicist. And I have 5,000 collaborators. And when we write a paper, we put everybody's name on the paper. Mm. And the policy is to put everybody's name alphabetical by last name, mm. regardless of who contributed more or less or whatever. Somebody wow. decided they didn't want to have the argument. Let's just make it alphabetical. Uh-huh. And what that means How is that, that there's some out? grad student who's first author on like every paper. Wow. It's like him or her at all. And it sort of makes them famous and also sort of infamous because people grumble about it. (laughs) No pressure. No pressure, (laughs) that's right. In the glaring spotlight. But you know, today's episode actually relates to that, to glaring spotlights, because today we're talking about something very close to home. We're talking about... How long the sun is going to live. How long do we have before it Burns out, or explodes, or snuffs out. How many more projects can Daniel and Jorge, or Jorge and Daniel, do arguing about order until life on Earth is extinguished because the star is gone? Yeah.
1: Do you have time to clean out your garage or do that thing (laughs) you've always wanted to do? Write that, uh, that sequel to We Have No Idea, our book,
0: now available from Penguin Random House. That's right, so... If you're currently procrastinating, doing something you should do, then you're actually going to learn something today about how much time you have left to procrastinate. Right.
1: Yep. So, um, yeah, let's let's jump in. We, as usual, asked people on the street how long they thought that the
0: sun would keep burning. And so the question is, how long do you think the sun will keep burning? Play along at home, think of your answer, and then listen to these random on the street interviews. How long do you think our sun is going to continue to burn for? How long?
1: I think a few billion years.
0: I don't know. Millions? No, not millions. Sorry.
1: Probably a long time. I hope a long
0: time. Doesn't this affect your plans? Come on, you should know this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I I guess the first
1: thing is that nobody seemed really concerned. (laughs)
0: That's right. Nobody's rushing home to finish up something before the sun snuffs out or explodes. That's Nobody's like,
1: what? The sun's going to stop burning at some point? Everyone seemed to know about the idea
0: that the sun won't shine forever. Oh, that's a good point. I never even considered that, that I would be the one informing people Mm -hmm. by asking the question that the sun was not going to last forever. (laughs) Oh, my God. What? What are you saying? Uh, no, everybody seems to know that already, but maybe nobody seemed concerned because everybody's answers were very far off in the future. Nobody said, I don't know, 10 years or 100 years. Right, everybody yeah. was like, random big number. Everybody feels like it's just so far off in the future, it doesn't matter.
1: Well, let's maybe take a step back. Like, how do stars even form, right? Like, I imagine out in space, there's stuff like dust and little bits of rock. And um, at some point, the gravity pulls them together. Like there's some nearby each other until they clump together and first it's a giant rock and then it's an even bigger rock and then it just gets Mm -hmm. more massive. And at some point, what happens?
0: Yeah, but it's not mostly rock. Stars are mostly made out of gas, mostly out of hydrogen. So in the Big Bang, most of the stuff that was formed after the Big Bang was hydrogen. A little bit of helium and a few heavier elements, but mostly you just have huge clouds of gas. Formed in the early universe. Okay. And then gravity takes over. And mm-hmm. gravity slowly pulls those things together, as you said, and accumulates these gas clouds. Mm-hmm. And then those gas clouds get pulled together by gravity and they get squeezed together more and more until it gets denser and denser. And eventually it gets squeezed together by gravity enough that it starts to burn. And by burn, I mean fuse. I mean, you have like nuclear bombs going off because of the pressure inside these big clumps of hydrogen. Right.
1: But what do you mean? They get denser and denser, like just more and more hydrogen atoms just
0: kind of bunch up because they're all attracted to each other by gravity. Yeah, it's kind of like a runaway process. I mean, if you had a perfectly smooth universe filled with hydrogen atoms, mm-hmm. then no one would want to go anywhere because you'd be tugged in every direction at the same strength. Right? Everybody would be attracted to everybody else equally. Yeah, that sounds like a good party, right? The universe <laughs> yeah. party. We're all it's attracted to each a, other. Yeah. yeah. Um, Creation is just a yeah, big swinger party. <laughs> That's right. Hey, you know the analogy works because we're going to talk about fusion and fission <laughs> later, so um, and things are going to get hot. You don't want your relationship to go supernova. <laughs> later on in relationship advice from an astrophysicist. Yep. Yeah. Today
1: <laughs> we're just knocking out that that advice. Children go out and look at the sun, people have explosive
0: <laughs> relationships. This is our last episode, by the way, guys. (laughs) Right. So, um, But there were little areas in the universe early on that were a little denser than others. And that's Uh just because of quantum fluctuations. And then those areas were heavier because there's a little bit more stuff. You're heavier. You have more gravitational pull than anywhere else. Uh So then you start to attract more stuff. Uh-huh. And the heavier you get, the denser a region becomes, the more gravity it has, the stronger right. its ability to pull more stuff in. And then it gets heavier and heavier and it's a runaway process where pretty soon it's accumulating stuff faster and faster.
1: So you can imagine like at some point a giant ball of really compressed gas, right? Like maybe at the edges it's not as compressed, but in the middle it's just everything's trying to push it together, right? But it doesn't immediately fuse because hydrogen atoms are also repelling each other at the same time, right? Like, they're attracted by gravity, but they're repelling each other by other forces. That's right. Fusion is not easy to pull
0: off. I mean, we're trying to do it in experiments all the time here on Earth. Like It's like trying to squeeze two magnets together that are on the same polarity, right? Yeah, or trying to make two kids share one ice cream
1: or something. You know, it's just not <laughs> it's just easy bad, to do. Not a good idea. But So, <laughs> and, and so they're, they're being attracted by gravity, repelling by electromagnetic forces, But at some point, if you get them close enough, then another force kicks in, right? And that's what kind of fuses them together.
0: Is that true? Yeah. And that's when you access the strong nuclear force. Mm. And that fuses them together. And the strong nuclear force, very strong, then therefore its name. And when you do that, you release a huge amount of energy. And so that's what all of the energy is coming from, is just these hydrogen atoms fusing together. That's right. Almost all the light from all the stars in the universe is from hydrogen fusing together and uh, creating all that energy and shooting it out into space.
1: But is it like a kind of like a chain reaction? Like, you know, like a nuclear bomb, like one explosion causes the next explosion. Is that what's happening inside a star? Or is it just just the pressure just kind of makes like popcorn, just makes all these kernels pop, pop, pop?
0: <laughs> so on Earth, it's a chain reaction. You're thinking of like fission. Fission is the opposite process, and you break a nucleus up and it sprays out and stuff. Uh Um, Here, you just have a huge blob of hydrogen in the core, and it's being squeezed by the outside and everything around it, and it uh, gets really hot. And, you know, that's true of every object, like even the Earth. What's at the center of the Earth? It's not cold at the center of the Earth. It's hot. And it's hot for lots of reasons, but one major reason is that it's being squeezed by gravity. All that rock in the center of the Earth is being squeezed by all the rock on the outside and it gets turned into lava, right? Oh. Why is lava hot? Because it's been squeezed by gravity. Oh. Gravity is pretty powerful if you give it enough time and stuff.
1: So our cloud of hydrogen, it just kind of suddenly ignites or does it kind of like burns, begins to burn slowly? Like does the star go like whoosh, or is it is it
0: kind of a long process? No, I think it, it ignites pretty quickly once it gets going. Mm. Um, and it And what happens depends on how big it is. Um, So, if you have a huge blob of gas, right, and it uh, forms an enormous uh, ball of of hydrogen, then it can burn really brightly and not for very long. If it's smaller, then it doesn't get to be big enough to burn, like, you know, like the Earth or Jupiter or something. Mm -hmm. Jupiter is like a star that never got started because it wasn't big enough for the core to start burning.
1: Oh, you need more stuff to um, basically weigh down and, and squeeze the
0: middle. That's right. Yeah, the core of Jupiter is not being squeezed enough. I mean, it's massive gravitational pressure. You would not like it. I do not recommend it as a destination (laughs) for your vacation. Right. That one we do warn you against. Yeah, that's right. There are some um, common sense warnings on this show. (laughs) Not Um, good in Jupiter. But it's not hot enough to start nuclear fusion. Okay. Uh, so then uh, things like squeeze
1: and you got a sun. It's suddenly you have this big ball of gas that's burning in the middle.
0: That's right. And it's burning through nuclear fusion. It's okay. turning hydrogen into helium. Okay, cool. And I want to talk a little bit more about that. But first, a quick break. The financial universe out there can seem like a vast place Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get Intuit. You know that feeling after you've done a deep spring clean of your house when you realize, wow, Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply.
1: That's how stars are born, um, not just in Hollywood. And they, uh, and then it just keeps burning for a long time, right? Until all the hydrogen turns into helium.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. You have fuel, and you burn that fuel. And when you've done burning that fuel, you're done. But the interesting thing is that the output of fusion is helium, right? Uh-huh. But, and so what happens is that you accumulate helium at the core of these stars, uh-huh. and then if it keeps going, if it gets big enough, then it can start to fuse helium. Oh, and then that's, um, it's like it, it goes into secondary f- fuel burning mode. Yeah, exactly, it's burning helium, because you can fuse helium into the, the element with number four, which I embarrassingly uh-huh. can't, can't even remember. Is that lithium?
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, we're talking about the, what happens to a star. And that's at right. some point, it makes it turns all the hydrogen into helium, and eventually into iron. And that's kind of when uh, that's what, kind of when a supernova happens, right?
0: Yeah. Well, it doesn't necessarily happen; have to be a supernova It depends on the the mass of the star. And oh. so, let's talk just to be specific about a star like ours, you know, the Sun. Okay. And any any object that's like about up to eight times the mass of the Sun is going to have an experience like our Sun. And so, what happens is it starts to burn hydrogen, like we said. And then the hydrogen gets, and the core gets burned up and you get helium. And then you start to burn the hydrogen on the shell. And then the star starts to grow. It gets bigger, like physically larger in space. Um, um, and the reason is that you're now burning the hydrogen on the outside and that the burning there is pushing stuff out. It's like the radiation pressure is making it grow. Mm. So the sun will um, keep burning and then it'll expand and it'll cool. So it'll start to get larger and it'll turn into a red giant. So giant meaning it gets bigger and red mm-hmm. because it changes color. Because the, the color is related to the
1: temperature, right? Like the cooler mm-hmm. it is, the red, like it's kind of counterintuitive. The colder it is, the star is, the redder it is. But then the hotter it is, the bluer it looks, right?
0: Yeah. And that's related to the the wavelength of those li- that light. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like if you could fa- you press fast forward on life on Earth, you would see the sun is this yellow dot, but eventually you'll see it grow and grow redder. And then grow, and, right. grow yeah. and grow and grow and grow. And eventually it will take over our entire sky and at some point it will just snuff us out.
0: That's right. And eventually we will be in the sun. Whoa. Earth Earth will just get like eaten up by the sun. Yeah, exactly. Wow. But that's, bi- again, billions of years in the future. It's like three billion years in the future. Three billion years. Yeah. And so before, but before we even get snuffed up, you know, it'll get pretty hot and we wouldn't want to be around anyway. Oh, I see. So first the oceans boil and then we get snuffed up. Yeah. Wow. And then that's that's like the last phase before the, the sun dies. And then it's mostly used up its fuel. Uh-huh. And you know, it's like a fire. You use up the fuel and then the fire goes out. So everything turned to iron. Maybe. I mean, it's not every star that can make iron, right? Depends on the size of it. Mostly okay. iron is made in much bigger stars. Okay. So gotcha. our star is not big enough to make iron. So we'll probably make helium and a little bit of lithium and, and a few other things. Oh, I see. So some stars are bigger. So they have more pressure so they can cook
1: iron, but, but ours cannot.
0: Exactly. Ours is not by far one of the biggest stars in the universe. Oh. It's, uh, it's relatively modest, yeah. Okay, and And then when it burns off all the hydrogen sort of on the outside, then it'll go out. And what we'll left, be left with is something they call a white dwarf, which is basically just be, meaning a big, cool blob, something that's not burning anymore. Of what? Um, it's just sort of the leftover stuff. You know, you have enough elements there to sit there. They're, it's hot, and so it's sort of glowing, but it's not uh-huh. actually burning anymore. And uh-huh. you'll have some helium and maybe some lithium and just be like a dense blob, but it won't be bright the same way. And it'll cool and eventually become a black dwarf, which means basically a big lump of rock. Like just a giant meteorite. Yeah, though mostly made of like frozen helium. Frozen helium, for real? Yeah, yeah, because wow. mostly, what, mostly what the sun is, is burning hydrogen into helium. And again, some of that helium will get burned into heavier stuff, Whoa. but most of it won't, I think. And so w- this is going to be like a giant ice ball the size of what? Oh, it'll be small. It'll be smaller than the current sun. Oh, I see. It's okay. just the core. Yeah, just the core is left over because all the other stuff is blown out when it turns oh, into a red giant. Interesting. But yeah, some significant fraction of the mass of the sun is going to end up left over as a white dwarf and then a black dwarf. Yeah, oh. exactly. And, oh. you know, that has a future. It could be that that um, then gets clustered together later on and becomes part of a new star. You know, a lot of the stuff that's in, um, in our star and in the Earth used to be inside of a star. And so, you know, everything that we're, that we're made out of is a remnant from a star that died. Uh-huh. So if it wasn't for stars and these fusion furnaces making the heavier elements, then there wouldn't be anything else to make stuff out of. It would all just be hydrogen and helium. And so it's gravity squeezing this stuff together over billions of years that makes the heavier elements and mostly in the bigger stars that you get up to like iron. You know, the bigger stars can do more exciting stuff. Like our sun is not going to go supernova. It's just not big enough. But a bigger star can have enough mass that it collapses and it pushes it together and it can can create a supernova. And then two weird things, either a black hole or a neutron star, which I think is one of the weirdest things in the universe. So it's more of an implosion than an explosion, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Pretty it's wild. pretty crazy stuff. And so
1: you're saying that's yeah. when that's when the heavier
0: elements get made, right? Yeah, in some of these supernovas, because you have heavy stuff flying around, mm-hmm. um, and and it collides and it forms even heavier stuff. Yeah, right. And then, uh, but the heaviest stuff, like we were saying earlier, gold and all that stuff, gets formed when the when two of those remnants collide. Like, say you have one really massive star lives its whole life, has a great time, blows up, turns into a neutron star. <laughs> And another one does the same thing. And then the two neutron stars are orbiting each other. And eventually, because they're so massive, they pull each other together and they collapse and they collide Uh into each other. And it's in that collision that you can form the really heaviest stuff. So all the super heavy metals in the universe are made when neutron stars die. Wow. And that's why they're so rare is that you need these crazy events just to
1: make gold and titanium and all these elements, right? Yeah, that's right. But it's crazy
0: that we have that stuff on Earth yet, yeah, right? I know, we have it here on Earth. And it's like the leftovers, these incredible cosmic events that happened billions of years ago and then got sprayed out into the universe and, and with enough time for them to like, have a whole new life. You know, yeah. I love that everything in the universe is getting recycled. right? Like <laughs> our solar system didn't even start forming until you know five billion years ago, which is nine billion years into the party, right? Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, but first, let's take a quick break. ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices well you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusion supply right now is when the sun is like looking over that hot sexy sun (laughs) in the next solar system and looking to buy a corvette right Yeah, it's wondering like, do I look like a big fat red giant? (laughs) Tell me I still look small, like a nice little yellow dwarf. (laughs) Tell me I'm still hot. Yeah, exactly. And one thing that that I think is really interesting is that the smaller a star is, the longer it lives. The bigger a star is, the shorter it lives. And the first stars in the universe were massive. They were incredible. and So they didn't live for very long. Like those first stars we talked about, Mm -hmm. none of those are around anymore. Wow. None of the stars that are in the universe now are first-generation stars. They're all second, third, fourth generation, that kind of stuff.
1: All the stars we see in the night sky, in like the pictures of galaxies, they're all...
0: Um... None of those are f- among the first stars that were formed, about 100 million oh, years after the Big Bang. Yeah, it's only recently people, scientists, even saw the light from those first stars. It's really hard to see. Um, you have to use the infrared because... The universe was so dense back then, oh. but yeah, our star is made out of leftover bits from other stars earlier that burned and exploded and
1: wow, and recombined, right? And eventually, you're saying our big ice ball of a sun is going to recombine with something else, maybe, and form. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but but you can't do this forever, you know. Like there's a limited amount of hydrogen, and you need hydrogen to to have these reactions to start. And eventually, it. things get yeah, things get denser and denser, and You run out of fuel. So like, think about the Milky Way galaxy. It's got enormous blobs of of hydrogen gas still. It's still making stars. Mm -hmm. But eventually it's going to run out and then it's going to stop making stars. And those stars are going to burn for a while, but they're not going to burn forever. So eventually
1: everything's going to be like uh,
0: iron and heavier metals. Yeah. Yeah. And then things will get dark. Things are going to get rocky. Things are going to get rocky, that's right. But some of these stars, some of these stars are going to burn a long time. Like there are stars that have lifetimes of trillions of years. But that's not
1: us. So in five billion years, we got to figure something out.
0: Yeah, we have, we have to figure out how to find, get to another star. And we got less than, you know, three-ish billion years to figure that out. Oh, man. So we have to jump to a, a, another star that that is burning and or... Mm-hmm. Um, just learn to live in the dark kind of right well you know fusion is not impossible you know we can copy the energy source of the stars um if if we we don't necessarily necessarily need a star right we could uh, power ourselves through our own controlled fusion if we oh. if we could figure that out but do we have yeah. enough uh, hydrogen or water to last us that long yeah yeah, I mean, the sun is massively inefficient, right? Like, most of the energy of the sun gets thrown off into space and then and not even used. So we wouldn't need anything nearly as big as the sun to power human civilization. So we could just go out there, grab some of that hydrogen floating around, or go to Jupiter, maybe, grab
1: all that hydrogen and yeah. create our little mini sun here.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Or, you know, if you're living out in space, you don't have to worry about pollution. Like, so you can just do <laughs> fission, which is much easier. And there's plenty oh. of that stuff floating around. And, you know, you get radioactive waste, you just... Jettison. You're already in space, so who cares, right? Interesting. People used to think the ocean was too big and you could just pollute it forever without consequences. We know that's not true, but it is true of the universe. (laughs) You say that now. We're never going to fill the universe with garbage. Yeah. Yeah. You think in a billion years people are going to say, "I can't believe they filled space with junk, man. So irresponsible." You're going to be like,
1: "Don't throw, don't throw plastic bags out into space because the space dolphins (laughs) are going to. It kills all those cute space animals."
0: Dolphins. <laughs> Space dolphins. Space dolphins <laughs> choking on your cosmic waste. Yeah. Why is that funny, Nori? I don't think that's funny at all. And I think you're a jerk for laughing. Yeah, sorry. Whoops. Cool.
1: Well, that's that's kind of interesting. The idea that maybe we'll never leave our solar system. Maybe we'll just figure out how to make our own little mini suns to keep us warm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I think, I think we could do that. Right.
1: Until then, I guess, um,
0: wear sunscreen. <laughs> That's right. And don't worry too much about the sun burning out. Uh, we have bigger problems to figure out than whether the sun is going to explode. Uh, you got lots of time to work on that problem. Do you have a question you wish we would cover? Send it to us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daniel and Jorge, one word, or email us to feedback at DanielAndJorge.com. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
1: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it.